0: Welcome to the Vedic Mythology, Music, and Mantras podcast. I'm Ben Collins. This podcast takes an entertaining and informative look at some of the inspiring and humorous stories of India's Vedic tradition, followed by recordings of Vedic and other mantras being chanted by traditional Brahmin priests. Show notes and other materials can be found at puja.net, P-U-J-A dot N-E-T. Thanks for joining us. In this week's episode, we will continue our presentation of the Vedas with a focus on Sama Veda and its associated Upanishads. The Vedas are the source of much of India's spiritual heritage, both in terms of philosophy and practice. And as you might expect, the Vedas are a rather vast subject, and my purpose in this podcast is not to present an academic perspective, but rather more of a practical one, which might inspire those who listen to pursue their own study or spiritual practices. Of course, it should be mentioned that the value of the Vedas is not so much as a philosophy but as a practical knowledge that when understood and used properly will enhance our life experience. I should probably also mention that with the Vedas becoming more popular and widely known in the West, it's almost become sort of a brand name and has come to mean something more broad and inclusive of many elements of Hinduism that are actually later developments and not strictly speaking connected with the Vedas themselves. And I think it's actually rather okay because it's the result of this system of thoughts growing, popularity and acceptance, and when you think about it, the terms guru and mantra and karma and others are rather accepted and widely used words now. So Sama Veda itself is something rather special. On one hand, it's described as a selection of hymns from the Rig Veda that have been rearranged and set to melodic rendition but this really doesn't do justice to the beauty of samaveda it's said that the rigveda is for jnana knowledge the yajurveda for action karma and the samaveda for bhakti devotion and that should be very obvious in a few moments so i'm going to play for you a short selection from the Rig Veda, followed by a selection from samaveda Now, rather than use a fancy studio recording, I'm going to play a selection from the Puja.net's Priest's Vedic Recitation event that is going on now. And this is from a phone call just a few days ago, and the audio quality is not perfect, but I like the authenticity of the chanting because this is really what Vedic recitation is like, and there's an absolutely unmistakable genuineness to it. So first, here's a little bit of Rig Veda. I always think that Rig Veda sounds wonderfully ancient, and of course it is. And now, here's some Samaveda. isn't it? The Samaveda is dated back around 1200 BC, which is around the time of the Trojan War, the fall of Troy, the Pharaoh Ramses V dying of smallpox, and Nebuchadnezzar becoming king of Babylon. It's a very long time ago and rather amazing that this knowledge is still so vital and prevalent even today. In the Samaveda, the deities Agni and Indra are paramount, and as always, they're used interchangeably as just different forms of the divine. Much of the Sama Veda is about Soma, and there's certainly a lot of conjecture and misinformation about Soma. The hymns are ostensibly about how powerful a substance it is and how it's prepared by pressing and straining it and mixing it with water or milk or yogurt. And some academic authorities say that this was a hallucinogenic drug or alcoholic beverage distilled from the Soma plant, And indeed, there may be some truth to this, but on the other hand, since the plant no longer seems to exist and the specifics of its preparation are lost, it seems to miss the point by ignoring the beautifully symbolic nature of the Vedas. So for my purposes here, we're going to ignore the conjecture about the mystery of the physical reality of the Soma plant and instead focus on the spiritual reality. From the Vedic perspective, the human nervous system is unique in its ability to directly perceive the divine through spiritual effort and rituals. You might reasonably expect that a sufficiently advanced soul would somehow be different even on a physical level. And from the Vedic perspective, when sufficiently purified, the nervous system produces soma which in turn gives rise to deep spiritual experiences. Soma is described as the materialization of satya, truth. Light, Jyoti, and Amrita, Immortality. This stands in contrast to another beverage mentioned in the Samaveda, called Sura, which is always alluring to the Asuras, the demons, and is symbolic of the opposite, of untruth, darkness, and death. And this is, of course, a grand theme not only in the Vedas, but in all cultures at all times, good versus evil, light versus dark, and so on. In the Rig and Sama Vedas, this conflict is often represented from the standpoint of the sun, or Mitra, and the water god, or Varuna. And we presented in a recent podcast, maybe three or four episodes back, chanting of Panchashanti, which uh, makes reference both to Mitra and Varuna. Now the sun, Mitra, uh, represents the inner source of enlightenment. And water, in the form of dark clouds, becomes an obstruction to our view of the sun or inner light. So it becomes a beautifully symbolic and poetic representation of the path from illusion to enlightenment. And when reading the original Vedic text, the Samhitas, it's striking how close the relationship between the individual and the divine seems to be. In fact, the relationship is often seen as being very symbi- symbiotic, the yagyas or rituals of men empowers or strengthens the gods and makes it possible for them in turn to shower their blessings back onto their devotees. There is a noticeable lack of distance in a way that is not characteristic of Western religions. For example, in the beginning of the second book of the Samaveda, Veda, we have the following. We sing to Agni in every yagya for acquiring strength. Let us praise the Almighty, Omniscient Divine, a well-beloved friend unto us. He is the Almighty, the protector of our lives. The Guardian is our Lord. May he defend us in battles and grant us strength. O Agni, come and grow strong with this Soma drink. I sing forth many hymns of praise to thee. As waters follow waters, we come unto you, O Indra, with desires. Just as the ocean swells with rivers, so we increase your might every day with our hymns. And there are portions of the hymns that are actually kind of amusing in their humanness. Note the moment of uncertainty in the following. O supreme giver of cosmic enlightenment, may we attain prosperity through our selfless work, and may we be strong enough to accomplish our goals. Lord, you exist for the benefit of all of us, at least we think. Thus you are the refuge of the multitudes. And Samaveda ends beautifully. O learned people, may we with our ears listen only to what is beneficial and good. O people worthy of sacred deeds, may we see with our eyes only that which is good and beneficial. May we, engaged in praises of you, enjoy strong limbs and healthy bodies, a full term of life dedicated to God and goodness for all. So these hymns are nice and enjoyable to read and beautiful to listen to. But as one pundit once explained to me, their real purpose is, as a mantra, to stimulate that of which they speak. And this again is a reminder of the unique power of mantra and its intimate relationship between name, nama, and form, rupa. The recitation of Vedic mantras create the reality that they describe. Not all at once, and that's why they call it spiritual practice. In our first discussion of the Vedas, we saw how each Veda was a collection of literature. The Veda itself is called the Samhita, and it has associated with it a Brahmana and an Aranyaka. The Brahmanas have as a focus the priestly functions of Vedic rituals and yagyas, and particularly contain the inner knowledge of the real meaning behind the rituals themselves. The Aranyakas discuss philosophy and the mystical teachings primarily from the perspective of the recluse or sadhu. Then, each Veda has associated with it a number of Upanishads. For Sama-Veda, the main Upanishads are the Chandogya and Kena. The exact number of Upanishads is open to some debate, and some put the number as high as 200, but generally people tend to accept 108 as the correct number. And the Upanishads date to 7 to 800 years BC. The Upanishads are Vedic philosophy put into action. They're poetic, but not dense. They're easy to read, and they're rather readily comprehensible. Uh, The point of view is simply that Brahman is the ultimate reality, and that the goal of all spiritual seeking is the full and complete realization of that reality. These fundamental philosophical concepts are contained in the Upanishadic Mahavakyas, meaning great sayings, one from each of the four Vedas. The first one is from Aitareya Upanishad, which is associated with the Rig Veda, and it is Pranyanam Brahma. And it means consciousness is Brahman. Now we can all relate to this. We're awake, we perceive the world. That ability to see, the awakeness is Brahman. Next, from the Mandukya Upanishad, associated with the Tarva Veda, is Ayam Atma Brahma. The self, Atma, is Brahman. So each of us at our center, our essence, the essence of our being and of our individuality is Brahman. From the Chandogya Upanishad, associated with the Samadeda, we have Tattvam Asi, That Thou Art, from the Chandogya Upanishad, and this one is interesting in that it implies the role of a guru, that someone who is enlightened, pointing out to one who is unenlightened, that brahman is a personal experience you are that and the implication is of course that the student didn't know this wasn't aware of this true uh, wasn't aware of his true ultimate status as brahman and then finally we have aham brahmasmi i am brahman from the brihadaranyaka upanishad which is associated with the yajurveda and this is the speech of an enlightened student i am brahman i have fully realized the reality of existence, so it's a nice progression, and of course, the hundreds and hundreds of pages of the Upanishads are just elaborations on these four insights. So let's listen to the Isha Upanishad. It's only about four minutes in length, and it really captures the important spirit of Vedic teaching that the ultimate reality is knowable and worth knowing. And I particularly love the second half, where the where they caution that those who hang on to their ignorance are in trouble, but in greater trouble still are those who, as the Upanishad says, worship their knowledge. There's nothing worse than an expert. And seriously, the point is that Brahman is in between and all-inclusive, manifest and unmanifest, ignorant and enlightened, and the task is, the trick is, to include it all. So I'm going to read just a few verses of translation from Isha Upanishad, and then I'm going to play the entire recitation. And then after that, I'll play a good five or six minute selection from Samaveda. Uh, it's just easy to listen to, and uh, that'll be it for this week. So in advance, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. And now here's a little bit of Isha Upanishad. I know that all this, whatever moves in this moving world, is enveloped by God. Therefore, find your enjoyment in this fulfillment. Do not covet what belongs to others. It moves and it moves not, it is far and it is near, it is within all this and it is outside all this. And he who sees all beings in his own self and his own self in all beings, he does not feel any revulsion by reason of such a view. When to one who knows the reality all beings have become one with his own self, then what delusion and what sorrow can be to him who has seen this oneness? Into blinding darkness enter those who worship ignorance, and those who delight in knowledge enter into still greater darkness. He who who understands the manifest and the unmanifest, both together, crosses death through the unmanifest and attains life eternal through the manifest. O Pushan, the soul seer, O controller of the universe, O son, offspring of Prajapati, the creator, Spread forth your rays and gather up your radiant light, that I may behold of you, loveliest of forms, whoever, who. O Pushan, the soul-seer, O controller of the universe, O sun, offspring of Prajapati, the creator, spread forth your rays and gather up your radiant light, that I may behold you of loveliest form, whosoever is that person, that also am I. O Agni, lead us along the auspicious path to prosperity. O God, who knowest all of our deeds, take away from us deceitful sins, because we shall offer many prayers to thee. And now here is Isha Upanishad. Okay, Isha wants
1: to Namada, poor Namidam, poor Nad, poor Namudachade, poor Nasya, poor Namada, ya poor oh, shanti shantish, shanty, oh, Isha, Vasya, Midagasal, vam, yet Jagat, yan, Jagatan. Then at Jack Ten Abunje, Kurvan Neve, Hakarmanije, Visha, Chatagazama, Yevon Twainan Yateto, Tinakarma, Lepia, Tenare, Asuryana, Matel, Oka, and then Staghans te pratyabhigacchanti ye kechaatma nojana Ane jadekam mana nainat deva apnu vanpoorva marshad Taddhavato nyanatyetite shthattas minna pomata rishvata dhati the day that it and age that it had सर्वाणि भूतान Tatrakomo hakasokaye katwamanupashata Saparyaga chokramaka yamavranamasta vidagan should drama with them Kavilmanishi paribu swayam puria tatat yator tan veda chashvati (音) Andhantam of provision deye vidya mupasade. Tato puya yvate tam vidya ya Anyadeva or vidya ya niada hura Vidyāñca vidyāñca yasta dvedo bhayaññāsaha Vidyaya mṛtyuntisva vidyaya mṛta maṣṇute Andhantamaḥ praviṣantiye sambhūte mupāsate Tato bhūyayvate tamoyavu sambhūtyā garata Anya deva, some pavad, anyada, hurra, some pavad. It is shroomatira, nam yen astadvichachakshire. Some put into Vinashan, tayastadved, oh, Hiranmaye napatrena satyasya pitham mukham tattvam potion napavrunu satyadham maya drishtaye ne karashe yamasoya praja patya vyo samohate joyate rupam kalyanatam tatye pasyami Yosa was a Purusha, so Hamas me. Wajunanilla Mamrutamateam Hasman Tagan Sharidam. Oh, Kratos Marakatagas Marakratos Marakatagas Mara Agnaya Supataraye Asman Vishwani Deva Yunani vidvam Yo juhurana me nobhuyashthante videma. Om Shanti Shanti
2: tan deta ha Does that ra Ande, be, I hear it Sim. Again. Ye shagadi he, ye shagadi he, ye that amritham, ye that amritham,
0: ye that
2: amritham, Sargadcha, Sargadcha, Jodem gacha, Jodin gacha, Jodan Gacha, se goste.